bringing it home with Sarah and Tanil. Sarah? Hey, girl. Hey, we're back. <laughs> I know, we had a big trip. We did. So we're back doing what we do. Yes. And we had a nice time. Shout out to the people in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, we were first time trippers, I guess, right. to Raleigh and had a great time. Right. Neither one of us had ever been to Raleigh. So we missed something big, though, in August. So we need to do a rewind. It's not like us to miss big No, things. we did. <laughs> but I will tell you what we did miss. We missed something really related to thrifting what did we miss well august 17th just happened to have been national thrift shop day and you know what i used thrifting as a kind of verb and you know thrifting didn't used to be a verb you went to thrift <laughs> shops right right but now you thrift i'm using quotation marks <laughs> you thrift it's totally trendy right it's yes. trendy and it's cool <laughs> now and so that's how we know that so uh, i just want to give a few little facts here the secondhand apparel market it was worth about 28 billion dollars in 2019 now we know that's pre-pandemic right. you know we look at life now as pre-pandemic <laughs> and post-pandemic but it's expected to reach 64 billion dollars wow by 2024. That's a lot of money. And that's according <laughs> to the 2020 resale report by ThreadUp and Global Data. So we know that traditional nonprofit thrift shops such as Goodwill, Salvation Army, they make up the bulk right. of this money. Right. And we know that independent shops are popping up as well. Oh my gosh, I can think of two just in my area that have popped up or gotten more popular yeah. in the last couple of years. Yeah. So what are some of the benefits to actually using a thrift shop? Well, number one, it helps reduce waste. Mm -hmm. You know, you could recycle um, not just clothes, but home goods and things like that. Uh -huh. um, you can get some really high quality, good stuff at really low prices. We're all about saving the money. Yes. Yeah. You probably can find some really unique things too. This is true. So we're fixing to do a first here on our show. And I'm so excited. We have an influencer for the very first time that's going to be joining us. We've never had one. We have Shayna Berkeley with us. Shayna, you are just all about the fashion. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, welcome to the show, first of all. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. I have been going over your socials, just kind of looking at some of the outfits that you've been putting together. <laughs> How did you get started with thrifting? Oh, gosh. I'm going to tell you a funny story. Um, I'm from Atlanta, and my mom and godmom have been thrifters since... I was little. I mean, I can remember back in elementary school and it was the thing I hated the most to do. I'm not going to lie to it you. It wasn't so. cool back then. Oh it? my gosh. So stay with me because okay. I love to shop. I love yeah. a city trend or something, but the Goodwill, it had a smell. It had this. I was like, oh my gosh. I know these people died, right? But, <laughs> but they would always come out with some bangers, some fire fits. I, I then was like, I don't want to go, but I want you to look for me uh but then when I went you know and I always had unique outfits something that nobody ever had where you get that from girl my mama bought this for me and it, it really couldn't be replicated because it was vintage or it was secondhand or it maybe came from a different city or you know town or whatever even time 
frame. It was, you know, vintage or, or old school. And so that part of the thrifting, I really liked. I did not enjoy the hunt until I was about in college where my friends and I really, that's when those fast fashions on a smaller scale started popping up. You had the wet seals and you had the Forever 21. And yeah. then, so everybody started looking the same when you go into parties and particularly black people, we like to look different. We don't want to have the same outfit on everybody else. So that's when thrifting really became something that I found um, was I, I enjoyed and it allowed me to express myself in really unique ways. And so I would say that my, my fashion, my closet has been thrifting since the beginning of my times, but my personality has really enjoyed thrifting probably since I was in college. Well, you know, looking through your pictures and your outfits that you put together, I just don't think I could go in and somehow come out looking as fabulous as you do. <laughs> I mean, I can put something together, Sarah. Don't get me wrong. I have no doubt. I will yes. pull some pieces together, but I'm not sure that it will flow like hers do. I'm with you. Yes. You know, I appreciate that. I know people are like, I now have to see these pictures. So they follow me on Instagram at The Fashion Chase. You can kind of see my, my style. But you know what? I think that... It, Apart from thrifting itself or some advice, this is probably better to say, when you go into the thrift store, don't feel pressured to be in the box that you create for yourself, right? People say, I'm a mom. I'm very conservative. I'm a minimalist. And so when they go to the thrift store, they are looking for things that fit in that box instead of looking for pieces that set their soul on fire. So I'm going to give you guys a couple quick tips on, on thrifting if you're you're ready for this. So if you're like, okay, I hear this episode. I'm excited. I'm going to go thrifting. Thrifting can be overwhelming. So when you go in there, pick your favorite section. If you look in your closet and you love blazers, just look through the blazer section and leave, right? <laughs> look through the blazer section and leave. And then one day you're going to find a, a blazer that you love and you're going to be like, mm, I wonder if I can find a skirt with this. And then you're going to look through the skirt section and leave. You really have to build up to the marathon that is thrifting and know that every time you go, you won't find just your favorite piece, but you will always find things that make you push yourself to find yourself through fashion. Oh, wait. So, Sarah, I'm not going to go in there and say, okay, the jacket. Now I got to go over here and find a skirt. Let me go find some boots. I'm not going to probably exactly. find it all the same day, Shane. Is that what exactly. We're You're not going to find it all the same day because unlike traditional stores, Goodwills aren't curated for outfits. So they're not curated for current trends. Yeah. The beautiful <laughs> thing about thrifting is that it is, um, and particularly at the Goodwill, that they have a cycle that no item stays at the Goodwill for more than five weeks. So things cycling in and out constantly. And the color of the week that's on sale is in 50 percent off and then on Sundays that color that was 50 percent off Monday through Saturday is now 99 cent so oh, wow. if it's still there if it's still there because it, it goes like hotcakes so you're able to Sarah. see yeah Sarah come on girl to go. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you also want to you know the, the good stuff is going to be well I want to say the good stuff because I go on Sundays randomly and I find something like nobody saw this just sitting here but it's because everybody is looking for their own style. So if you're looking for your own thing, you won't try to go and say, is a size small left in this black blazer? It's going to be 50,000 small black blazers in different colors and styles and fashions. And so you won't have that same fury of trying to find one thing, but you have the excitement of trying to find multiple things that you love. That is awesome. Like I had not really considered like what day I need to go. Let me ask you this. Is there a time I should go like morning, afternoon, like? Listen, the people are in there. And one thing people also don't know is that they put out clothes at the Goodwill 
throughout the day and they put out um, appliances throughout the day. So okay. it's not if you get there at 10 and then you go, let's say you go get lunch, and you go back at three, you're going to see at least uh, two or three hundred different items that you oh didn't see before. Wait, yeah. Shana, we're hitting it twice a day sometimes. Hey, listen, it's, if you want to do a thrifting adventure, you can go all over the place. Or let's say you live down the street and you went on Monday and now your child is still in football and you have an hour to burn. You can go to the Goodwill and you'll still see, you know, obviously a lot of the same items, but you'll see a hundred new items for you and your family, especially if you're shopping for multiple people. I'm single, so I shop for me and myself. But if you're shopping for kids that are growing in and out of clothing, if you're shopping yeah. for back to school, if you're shopping for different seasons, then you really want to go and take your time and look and enjoy the experience of the Goodwill because it's definitely an experience. Oh, goodness, Sarah, you're going to have to hit that thing like three or four times a day to get the whole family outfitted. All four of us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And okay, so you yeah. may not find an outfit, but you're going to find pieces that you love and that you can then put together with things in your closet, reducing waste. Really, that's a big deal. I think you guys mentioned it at the top of the, the top of the conversation because it takes more than 700 gallons of water to manufacture a single t-shirt so when you're shopping secondhand you're extending the usefulness of the life of that item you are then setting trends and we know that fashion is cyclical right right now y2k is super trendy and it's like i lived through it once and i'm gonna live through it again okay but some of the things that we love doing the y2k that you still could wear that your child may love is gonna be in a thrift store so why would you buy that BCBG shirt again for full price when you're like, oh, I know the thrift store has it because I donated it five years ago, you know? And now we call it vintage, right? Oh, vintage or, you know, vintage is technically 20 years old. So watch the case. Yeah. Look, I'm vintage yeah, it's, it's 20 years old, but if it's old school or if it's throwback or if it's antiquing, which is like 100 years old. Um, and speaking of antiquing, I mean, you can even get appliances at the Goodwill and they do um, make sure that the appliances work. They plug them in to make sure they come on. Now, no promises, that promises, question. but yeah. How do we know that the used appliances work? So they test those things. They they test them. Now, if you're doing wash and dryer, I want to be clear that I'm not saying that they like do a full cycle. Yeah, I don't know about that. But they turn it on. They make sure that it works. They make sure that nothing is falling out, falling apart. And then obviously there are outlets for you to test it yourself. I mean, you can kind of talk to the manager if you have questions, but they do a really good job of trying to make sure what you're getting is useful and, and efficient for the reason that you're buying it. So let me ask you this, because holidays are, are fastly approaching. Oh my goodness, they oh are. So gosh. what kind of holiday goods do you typically find when you're out thrifting? Now, I love, I love Christmas stuff. And so the Halloween and also Halloween items. And let me give you a tip about Halloween. My people who love vintage, a lot of times, friends, lean in so you can hear me good. But don't tell we're the leaning, secret. We're leaning. Okay, but don't tell the secret. A lot of times you can find really cool vintage clothing that the people who work at Goodwill who are separating it feel like they are a little bit more costumey, so they put them in the Halloween. Let me give an example. I found a suede fringe jacket mm -hmm. in the Halloween section because it technically looked like a little disco jacket. Yeah. And so they thought it was, and it probably was, who knows? But if you love kind of that rock and roll, if you love, if you are somebody who calls yourself an eccentric dresser, then they may have like those clown red and white striped pants and the Halloween, but you're like, shoot, I'll put this on with a graphic tee and some boots and call it a Tuesday. So you can really shop <laughs> those it. for normal outfits. But also, again, why are we spending $60 on a kid costume that's going to be in there for two hours and outgrow next year? So shop true. secondhand. Yeah. 
Yes. I love those ideas. And you know, last year for work, we had to go to a dress up thing and a for friend Halloween. of ours went to Goodwill and yes. got all of her vintage clothes there. Yes, yeah. for cheap. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll wear this again. <laughs> Absolutely. If you're doing things like a, a, you know, the dead bride or the bridal Chucky, if you're doing things like peanut butter and jelly, if you're doing things that are colored, if you're kind of DIYing an outfit, if you're going to be Miss Frizzle right from the magic school bus, you can do all those things. Get your DIY on, get your uniqueness on. If you're entering a Halloween costume contest, you want to be the only one who has it. So you can't buy commercial. You have to go, you know, Goodwill, thrifting, vintage. It's a lot of fun. Now, let me ask you, now you're a Tennessee girl now, right? I am. I'm from Atlanta, but I've been in Nashville since uh, 2007. Okay, well, here's what we want to know, because the rumor is, you know, we're in West Tennessee. We have listeners all over the United States. So Mm -hmm. we want to know this. Is it true that we need to go to the more affluent areas so Mm. that we can get the good stuff? Or do the rich people drop their stuff off at all the good deals? (laughs) I mean, how does that work? (laughs) Well, 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 I love this question and I'm excited about the answer. This is my soapbox here, right? So it is true. So it is true that when you drop off your items at a certain location, Mm -hmm. then they not to let a team put it out at that location. So let's just say if you go to a affluent neighborhood, yes, you may find something there, but a, especially depending on where you live, affluent neighborhoods move around and they, you know, are generally on the outskirts of the city. So it may be some in West and some in South. Um, none of that really is, you know, specific. Uh-huh. And then the second thing is that the good stuff is determined by what you're looking for. So if you're looking for, you know, really great fitting jeans, mm-hmm. you're going to find those at whatever store you're going to. Now, if you're looking for Dolce and Gabbana or yes, if you're ma'am. looking for, you know, those <laughs> kinds of things, hey, I don't really know if you'll find them as much because they do have an online auction. I don't know if you'll find them as easily. <laughs> But B, um, people all over wear Dolce & Gabbana, right? Because you never know what people's styles are. And they have drop-off donation centers that are not the actual physical stores. So sometimes people are just driving by and, like, pull over. And and then those centers actually distribute it to the warehouses. And so... The, also, the stores will call the the warehouse and say, hey, we don't have a lot of long sleeve shirts. And the warehouse will just take them a bunch of long sleeve shirts that came from wherever they can come from. Um, and then the, all this. So yeah, things could be anywhere, literally. They things could be, could be anywhere. I have, found, I have pulled up and literally like a one Goodwill town on my way to Memphis and found a spectacular leather jacket name brand i've also gone to the most affluent part of town and it was like all like clothes from the retirement home down the street and Uh i'm like uh you know that's not necessarily my vibe but again i have a friend who literally only wears like 40s dresses and so that was the jackpot for her um so i i would say that you should just go where's closest to you don't go out of your way just go as closest to you you know have a good time and then also know that the bins there are two goodwill bins in nashville um and if it stays on the shelf for longer than five weeks it goes to one of those two bins so if you're like oh let me just kind of see something that comes from half of the Goodwills in the state or in the city, rather, they're going to go to one of those bins. Now that's a little bit more of a hunt. You really have to be a, a digger because they're literally exactly what it says. The bins, they just throw clothes in a bin. Um, but it's actually fun. And I found some really, I found an authentic um, Navy jacket and it had all of his patches and things like that on there at the bins for like $3. Oh, 
Wow. Now, I do want to ask you this, because I know you do some work with a professional dress, you know, helping women with professional dress. Talk to us a little bit about that. So I have a business called The Fashion Chase, where I help corporately creative women find and redefine their personal style. And what I found, I used to be an attorney. Um, I would call myself a recovering attorney. And <laughs> when, I was an, when I was an attorney, I didn't know that, you know, attorneys were black, brown, gray, navy. I would have on, honey, a red pantsuit, a purple midi dress, and I dressed for the life I wanted to live that day. I always say my favorite part of the day is getting dressed because nobody's opinion matters there, right? When you're at work, you care about your boss, you care about your coworkers. When you're driving, you care about the person next to you. But when you're getting dressed, it really should be about you and yourself. And I found a lot of women, particularly in corporate America, who used to be you know, they had a sleeve of tattoos. They used to ride motorcycles or they mm-hmm. were on the cheer squad and they had to kind of lay some of that down at the altar of traditional professionalism or the men at their office or what other women were wearing. Right. And so for me, it's all about how to find something small, a scarf, a brooch, your purse, your shoes, your earrings that you really say says, purse. yeah, purse, this is you. <laughs> You're speaking her this yes, that's you. my thing. <laughs> Oh, you love purses, honey. If you have to wear all black, if you have to wear scrubs, the purses say, oh, that is that is her purse. I know that's her purse. I can tell because it matches her personality. And so I really think in getting dressed and thrifting helps you not spend so much money on that because we have to, you know, keep up and pay bills. But it allows you to really tap into yourself. And that kind of matches the the goodwill's really mission, right? It's 100% nonprofit. It's 100% local. But the mission is to change lives through education, training, and employment. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but last year it provided like free mission services to more than 14,000 people. And that's because of not only the generosity of their donors, but shoppers, that money goes to um, fund the mission as well. So if you come out, not only are you getting something for yourself, but you're also helping people who are facing barriers like disability, you know, history of incarceration, the skills gap. And that 85% of people um, that the Goodwill helps find jobs in the community. And a lot of them work at the Goodwill as well. So it's really a full circle experience for me because I help corporate women, but also I'm helping other people find jobs. So it feels really like, like really interconnected. Yes. You can thrift for good. So are you trying to tell us you were really a thrifting attorney? Seriously, you know, they my, my old boss probably would have told you that she was like, Shana just comes to work to look cute. And and I was great at my job. Listen, don't hear me say I was not great at my job. Any of my people who were listening who used to work with me, I was fantastic. But I love, oh, you know, I would have I was like, I hate it remote because I you didn't see the fit. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I was love, thankful for remote because you didn't see the fit. I know, most people, <laughs> most people are like, yeah. what are you saying, Shana? What are you saying? You're not having to put on clothes. I'm like, yes, that is a barrier for me. Shana, give us your socials one more time for those that are listening. Yes, it's The Fashion Chase, F-A-S-H-I-O-N-C-H-A-S-H-C-H-A-S-E. Sorry, that was weird. Um, And then also don't forget to follow The Goodwill. Um, If you're in Tennessee or Middle Tennessee, rather, it's Give the Number Two Goodwill. Wow, we just had our first influencer interview. Hey, it's really fun. I'm kind of inspired to oh, go through so Sarah's getting ready to put some outfits together. Yeah. I, Come I don't on. think they're going to make uh, the social media channel, Shana, but she's I was going to say, if you guys DM me at your outfits or tag me, or if you have any questions, you just want to chat fashion or like, hey, I really feel like I lost myself. Any advice? I, I post those things and I show my outfits because, you know, sometimes you need to see other people living out loud. 
it encourages you to do the same. Absolutely. And you're doing just that. I'm enjoying your friends. Thank you all for joining us for this episode in the words of Bob Marley. Ooh, can you imagine what he could have done at a thrift shop? (laughs) Uh, Baby, he probably tore it down at the thrift shop. (laughs) He had style anyway, but he would want us to live the life we love. And love the life we live. Thanks, Shayna. Bye, guys.